Hello listeners, Agents of Excelsior. Before we kick off this episode, I just wanted to add this because yesterday on Friday afternoon, Jack and I recorded this episode around 3 p.m. Eastern Time, three hours before Crystal Dynamics decided to shadow drop the announcement and immediate release of Patch 1.3, which we do discuss in this episode. Thankfully for us, but unfortunate for the player base, most of the issues that we spend the majority of the time talking about in relation to wanting them to be fixed in Patch 1.3 haven't been addressed in 1.3. So while the game did just implement 1,000 bug fixes, which is, we're going to talk about that next week, there is still some issues that we have with the game that we talk about in this episode that have not been addressed. Also, worth noting that the Mega Hive dropped alongside the patch. We're going to play that this weekend. We're going to talk about it next weekend. But until then, hope you enjoy the episode, and we'll see you next week. Avengers! Hello and welcome to the world's number one Avengers podcast. Excelsior, I'm your director, Christian Buckley, joined by the Apex legend, Jack Martin. Excelsior, how you doing, Christian? Doing all right, Jack. It's a Friday. We got a, a nice weekend of Avengers ahead of us. The reset is here. Going to get into that. Uh, I'm excited to play more of the game. But other than that, you know, PS5 week, lots of news, lots of uh, announcements to sort through. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Um, yeah, like what you said with the PlayStation stuff. Uh, we were somewhat negative on it, so I was uh, a little bummed earlier this week, but. I've been playing some more Avengers, and just, for me, it's been a very mindless experience with Avengers, because I I mostly have, like, podcasts on in the background, and I'm, my attention is split between the game and what's going on in the podcast. Right. So, it's mm-hmm. it's been a good time. Really taking my mind off things. So, that's been nice. Yeah, I appreciate that about the game a lot, because uh, I, I found in the beta something similar of, like, I wasn't listening to podcasts, but I was just having casual conversations with my friends, and, like, I wasn't paying attention really at all to the dialogue, just, like, the objective markers, and I think once you access the drop zones and stuff like that in the post game, then that's really when you get back in that mindset. <laughs> yeah, it, it truly is, like, that kind of an experience for me, and I, mm-hmm. I, I understand people not wanting to have that, but I'm always in search of like oh what's the next podcast game like mm-hmm. what's the game that can occupy my time with other things like balance between podcasts or audiobooks or what have you mm-hmm. and this is really this is occupying it quite well <laughs> let me tell you yeah well uh we're gonna get into a little bit of our experience with the game but as always why don't we dive right into fury's report kicking off uh patch 1.3 is the next update for Avengers. Again, it's going to be, directly quoting Crystal, the biggest patch so far. Probably going to be addressing a lot of the issues that we've seen popping up with visual glitches, uh, audio glitches. Um, It seems like they've ironed out the costume thing. I've been able to decrypt some patterns without any issue since last week's episode. Um, But we really don't know much about what is actually coming with patch 1.3 last week we talked about it as well and i assumed we'd at least have a date for it by now but uh that is still up in the air we're just i've never been stuff i've never been more excited for a patch in my life (laughs) (laughs) because like the way they've described it as their biggest patch yet with which granted the game's only been out like what a couple weeks at this point Mm -hmm. so that is what it is but 
considering all the issues with this game, I'm very happy for them to be, as you said, ironed out because there are some some significant problems with the game. Yeah, and we're going to get to a little bit of what we've been experiencing when we talk about our experience this past week. But in terms of um, what else there is, you know, the War Table blog uh, posts every Thursday alongside the reset. So we're about to get to that. But they do update the patch information there. And between scouring the Reddit, looking for some developers' responses to questions about the patch, what the official statement is, um as of right now don't really know anything you all know as much as we do and uh hopefully we have some sort of crumb by next week which um i I would assume you know like maybe by the end of the month we have some information on it um october is going to have some significant content so i'd assume they'd want to get the first big patch out of the way before we get to the content drop yeah, I agree. I think this thing comes sooner than later, and like what you were saying, we'll definitely have this in time for Kate Bishop and yeah. Hawkeye. Like, mm-hmm. they want to fix the issues they have before introducing new stuff, because I think with the introduction of new content also comes the introduction of new bugs. <laughs> yeah. So I think they want to get the kinks ironed out now um, before any new ones pop up. So I think we'll see that Probably within the next couple weeks, I want to say. I think by the end of the month is is fair to, to think. Yeah, and uh, what's also a little up in the air, um, this really hasn't been referenced at all. You and I were talking off-air about this yesterday, actually. The, the raid, the Avengers raid. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but one Fran Mirabelle Third stumbled into being able to play the raid. Really? I did not see this. Yeah, so basically what happened, uh, I'm reading his direct tweet, he said, Super weird, basically a raid slash dungeon leaked to a Play Avengers player. I hopped into the previously unseen 155 power level aim secret lab. I'm surprised this isn't getting more traction, but I also, um, but I get also probably not a ton of people are endgame in Avengers yet. Hmm. So Wait, he said 155? Yeah, so uh, the... It's like if the raid would be slightly above what the power level cap is. You know how okay, like so if you, you have to it, be one fifty, but the right. raid itself is one fifty five. Okay, that makes right. sense. Mm-hmm. So like I'm a power level eighty right now, and queuing into a drop zone or a villain layer, it's still like eighty five power level for me. You know, mm-hmm. on the normal difficulty. So, um, that's pretty. And again, just another thing on the list of. <laughs> sloppy launch but it's just kind of funny to me like yeah that's like it's funny because it's like oh no our content like not leaked but like it got out there when it shouldn't have and like it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just not very clean like what you're saying so it's a little it's real it's pretty funny to be honest yeah so that aside, this is the first I've heard or seen anything about the raid. I haven't looked at the footage that he saw, but it, it's very strange. I, I'm curious when the raid is officially dropping, because I know they said it would only be playable on weekends. Uh, I think if it was available this weekend, they would have talked about it in the, the War Table blog, but yeah, as of right now, nothing. 
Why don't we talk about what is in the War Table blog this week, starting with the priority missions. So for the low power level, you're going to be able to run the Desert Vault with the modifiers of Famine, which means no enemy health packs will be dropped. Outbreak, which spawns toxic hazards in the environment, and Gamma Damage is increased from enemies. And Collider, which increases the player's output of particle damage. Your rewards will be the Polychoron material and hero-specific gear. Uh, in terms of the high power level priority mission, it is the Tundra Vault, so two vaults this week. The modifiers on the Tundra Vault are Turmoil, which spawns more Riot Bots, Resurgence, which allows enemies' health to regen, Clash, which uh, buffs all melee damage across the board for heroes and villains, and Snowball, which is a buff to cryo damage dealt by players, and if you uh, complete this, you will get some epic gear. So... I was actually playing uh, the high power level. No, excuse me. I was playing the low power level earlier. Um, essentially, these just operate as the highlighted missions to do. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I've done these already a bunch of times. Right. And they just happen to be the ones that are highlighted. So that's essentially... Mm-hmm. And they give you they give you gear for doing them. So that's right. pretty much the reason they want you to do them. Yeah. And again, I can compare this to Destiny. Um, there's strikes in destiny which are similar like strikes are a little more complex than like what the vault runs are strikes normally have some story to them uh, i i would say the closest one-to-one comparison would be like the layers so destiny doing a weekly um highlighted strike with specific modifiers that give you better gear is sort of what this is right here but again like you said it's just it's missions we've run standard as like a drop zone at times so um yeah if if you're looking for a nice easy guarantee to get some higher level gear for some standard easy content this is what you should look at um interesting it's both vault missions (laughs) i don't know if that's going to be a trend yeah i i don't know because like you would imagine they'd want some diversity in terms of the missions they want people playing, considering that there is a lot of monotony with any of the missions. It's funny that they put two vaults as yeah. the the ones you should be playing, which mm-hmm. are exactly the same. So it, yeah. it, that is a little strange. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the other priority missions, though, as every week we've seen so far, there is a new priority harm room. Uh, similar to the priority missions, there's a low power level and a high power level. Your first completion of either of them will grab you 2010's Black Widow number 5 if you want to continue fleshing out your comic collection. Um, speaking of, how how's yours looking right now? Because I feel like mine's all over the place. Like, for the comics, I think I have most of the sets completed. Mm-hmm. I... I know you can collect multiples of the same issue, which will boost. So the comics, essentially, if you have a, a completed set, it'll give you, like, a stat buff. And it's really small. It's, like, 0.5%. Yeah. Um, but it's incrementive. Incremental? Incremental. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, if you get the same issue, I think, five times, that will add an increase to the buff it gives you. So, like, you can, like, keep doing that for a while, I think, and then just slowly, like... You'll build build it up to probably like I don't know up to five percent or something increase and in, to whatever it is. I'm actually not sure how much you can do. I think there might be a certain amount, but I know that's how that so, how, somehow works. 
Yeah, like, I, I feel like on my level, because, again, you've, I think, laughed me in terms of hours played at this point, but I feel like I just keep unlocking more and more sets of, uh, like, lines to collect. So I don't even know how many sets there are in the game. Like, I, I feel like I have, like, three rows of different comic collections to fill out. Um, but it, I like that doing the harm rooms will always net you one, or at least a specific one. Um, I like that, you know, it's a little more clarification on what you're getting out of the the content you're playing so i i appreciate that yeah and you can focus on like buffing a certain skill if you're like or a certain stat in there if it's like oh it's this particular comic which focuses on this particular stat i'm going to go after that a few times and continue trying to increase that stat Mm -hmm. yeah so um yep if you want your priority missions for the week those are the ones to check out uh, they also detailed on the PlayStation side the new monthly PlayStation Plus exclusive community challenge. Now, for the upcoming month, Jack, the new challenge for all of us Sony ponies is to defeat 750 million enemies with melee attacks. Oof. Yeah. So again, What's that's the breakdown across... on that. <laughs> I don't players. know. That's that's across the entire PS4. Um, I was going to say potentially PS5, but uh, PS5 does not launch in time for this challenge. Mm-hmm. But the PS4 community, uh, get punching, <laughs> you know? Like Seriously. And, like, for a while, I was using solely Iron Man, and that is a, a pretty much a ranged character. Like, there's really no point in using Melee for him. So yeah. I will probably have to switch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you saw this, too, because I know you scanned through the, the War Table blog, but... Uh, speaking of Iron Man arranged attacks, I saw they had the stat for number of repulsors fired across mm. every player, and it was I like that. it was hyper specific. It was like three billion six hundred eighty-seven million. Like it was a very specific number, but it was almost four billion. Wow, which uh, that's a lot. It's a lot of uh, repulsor blasts. See, I'm more of a missile guy because I have, you know, like moved some skills around where like my missiles can do like either half damage or like full damage to certain enemies mm-hmm. so like just clean in house with those things i don't really use the repulsors yeah uh, yeah i feel that um in ter- yeah in terms of thor um well we can get to that in a second because uh that's the final thing on the war table but uh the reward for this challenge is you get a miss marvel nameplate everybody if you complete this on the ps4 uh cool. so that does it for fury's report for the week now let's talk a little bit about our experience with the game let's um, do it like i was about to say uh continuing thor i've hit level cap so i am level 54 well done, well done thank you thank you uh, my power level right now is 80 um i have unlocked all the skills and currently um i'm not really focused on the gear buffs or stat modifiers yet uh, I'm going to focus more on that once I hit the power level cap, but in terms of like my Thor build, uh, I'm very, very focused on the lightning attacks, uh, the Odin force skills, um, really just DPS and heroic stats. So like, it, it's a lot of fun. I really like that build for Thor that I'm using right now, and 
uh, there's this really cool ability I unlocked where, you know how his ultimate is summoning the Bifrost? Yeah. So there's a couple variations in the the third skill tree where you can either do it so you summon the Bifrost and then after you summon it, there's a limited time AoE that if your team or yourself are standing in there, it will heal everybody. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, I feel like that's pretty cool. I might switch to that at some point if we really need like a healer in the raid and none of us play Kamala. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one I've been rocking right now for mostly my solo play is I summon the Bifrost and then like the fires of Muspelheim come up and just like burn <laughs> any enemies standing inside that. And the circle is huge for that effect. So I'm a big oh, that's fan awesome. of that. That's really cool. I, mm-hmm. I haven't been messing around with Thor that much, but it seems that even if for me like i don't like him that much but even if i like level him up, level him up towards the end there will be some cool stuff in there for me to mm-hmm. enjoy like that sounds really cool yeah I, I really like that a lot um in terms of missions like i haven't had a ton of time this week to dive into the full content but uh, i did start thor's iconic quest line which is pretty cool um again getting some more story content there's somebody in scandinavia who's impersonating thor so we're trying to track them down um which is fun. Uh, I also did the Abomination Layer for the first time. Uh, hmm. I did the one in the Snowy Tundra. I did it solo. was a little rough. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'll get back to this later when we talk about certain things we want to improve to the game. But yeah, just some element of drop-in co-op I think is vital. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So That, yeah... I abomination was tough for me early on like especially if you go there and the mission is like 10 plus power level because mm-hmm. what he'll do is he'll take down one of your um teammates like your ai teammates and he'll stand over them and cause this huge like red area where he's yep. about to strike and then he'll kill them like you can't revive them anymore so mm-hmm. then you just like he's like whittling down your team essentially and then he starts to focus on you so yeah. like it's it's really a matter of trying to keep your teammates alive and doing as much damage to him as quickly as possible so that if you're the last one left you can just kind of finish him off but mm-hmm. that i i agree with you that was really tough yeah that was that, that gave me some trouble but yeah. uh tell me what's going on with tony stark right now how are you doing sure tony stark is is back in his mansion he's mm-hmm. level level cap power level 150 he's back to where he was pre a day Mm -hmm. um and so i stopped i kind of stopped using him because for me i found the gear that i wanted and this is going to get into the nitty-gritty but like i want to do ranged which is precision which does the damage modifier and i want to do also heroic which is valor that does like the effectiveness of the heroic attacks and also resistance and and resolve which is the um like the armor and the health aspect, mm-hmm. and I don't really care about melee. There are some instances where like you'll never see like precision and valor in the same armor piece. Yeah. And stuff like that. So it's kind of a point where you have to pick and choose. Like you're not gonna get the exact stats you want, but you can kind of go there. Um so I I've pretty much narrowed down my armor pieces. So I I'm pretty much all set on on Iron Man. So I've moved towards Black Widow actually. And I played her a ton. Oh, yeah, dude. I played her a ton Mm -hmm. yesterday and a little bit today. Um, She's level cap now. 
and she's at power level 126 and so essentially she's just operating as my backup character so like if you and i jump into a co-op session with a couple other people and someone really wants to use iron man i always have widow as my backup and Mm -hmm. um planning on having cap as as my third um in the rotation if need be because i do like how cap plays it's funny you say that because i'm in the exact same situation where thor is my main widow is i think a level 30 for me right now and she's because of the beta she's absolutely my second favorite character to play Mm -hmm. um like thor is awesome especially fully leveled up but i think at her core widow is just so fun i Um, love playing as widow she's like the inverse of tony for me where i'm always like up in the sky and like i'll never like come down in melee really mm -hmm. but for widow like she's always in the fray and what i love to do with widow is use her l1 support uh ability which is going invisible Mm -hmm. and at first i was like "Eh, that's fine but like once you start leveling her i essentially just go invisible do a bunch of takedowns within that invisibility time frame and i have a perk where if i do a takedown the enemies drop a heroic um uh, orb which like increases your next heroic which is like a it's like a time like it's like i don't know 30 seconds until you have your next heroic but those orbs will make it go quicker Mm-hmm. So I basically just do a bunch of takedowns, and by the time my invisibility is over, I already have the invisibility um, support heroic already up and ready to go. So, like, I'm just constantly invisible, and, like, it's so much fun because I have an issue with Iron Man specifically where, like, I feel like I get hit constantly, and there's nothing I can really do about it because mm-hmm. a lot of the lock-on uh, with certain enemies is kind of unfair, I think. But yeah. <laughs> I think with Widow, like just being invisible the whole time and no one knows where she is 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 so much fun and you just sneak around the whole time it's awesome i love it yeah and i'll even add this just to speak to the way you can play these characters like for me when i play widow i really do a lot of melee i prefer using widow's bite which is the r1 heroic which is the damage one yeah and that one's great too i'm constantly in the air like all the time i'm like mashing r2 to like zip to people i'm basically playing her like spider-man so that's awesome there's there's a lot of variety in the way you can play these characters so hearing you doing like pretty much a stealth build in a way is pretty awesome yeah that's that's cool hearing you do that because i i like using her the right trigger attack where you basically like zip around on top of people um Mm -hmm. that's cool and i I do cycle in between that but yeah It, it is cool to see how people not even like talking to other people they just like develop their own use of these characters and Mm -hmm. i I think it really shows like how like yes at the base level it is somewhat basic but like really like in the nitty-gritty once you're like swapping perks and stuff you can really like build some different uses for these characters i think it's really cool yeah and if they can just continue that with every other character i think that's gonna be a ton of fun you know for sure um, uh, now, but... now I see in the doc that you have a little more information about um, some issues. You want to get into those? Yeah. Uh, real quick before that, um, I have done the reassemble campaign, so all of the iconic missions I've done. Cool. Um, and I essentially got the final cutscene. Uh, yeah. Uh, for sorry, go for it. I was gonna ask. Uh, spoiler free, because a lot of people still aren't there yet. Uh, yeah. What do you think of it? Um, it's fine like Mm -hmm. nothing special like i kind of anticipated something like that you know like for for what it serves as it's cool and (laughs) i 
I didn't expect too much from that. So yeah, that nice. it's like a see you next time on Dragon Ball Z sort of thing. Like exactly, exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It it seems. It's funny you say that. It seems more like a um, an MCU um, after credits scene in okay. a way. It functions cool. kind of like that. But yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, like what you're saying, I do have some issues. The biggest one I can think of is the weekly resets for me. Uh, actually, excuse me, the daily resets, which mm-hmm. are you go to your faction vendors and you collect your assignments and you also collect your villain sectors. For the past week, I've not had a reset villain sector and this is really bad because it basically locks me out of getting the dna keys which are rewards for completing those and those oh, keys damn. open up the high level gear chests which give you upgrade modules to mm-hmm. actually upgrade your high level gear so this essentially just makes the grinding process much more annoying and like you can still get those but it takes super super long to do and what i really hope with the next patches i hope they just add i hope they're cognizant of that because i've seen that on the subreddit Mm -hmm. and i've also seen that in there's a kind of funny discord for marvel's avengers which i should invite you to um yeah please and i've i've seen a lot of people um pose that concern as well so Mm -hmm. it's it's not just on my end i've seen other people have it i hope that the square enix team um and crystal dynamics just adds like hey we're aware of this here's like i don't know 10 dna keys or whatever it is in your account go use that and like get the upgrade modules um i I hope it's something like that that'd be nice Mm -hmm. um yeah the only thing that i've run into so far like that in terms of being an issue is that i'm I'm still kind of unclear about the timing for like resets of uh the like the daily faction bounties essentially are I think they're called like achievements in this, right? The the middle tab under objectives. Uh, assignments. Assignments. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because like there's there's the daily reset ones. Um, in terms of the challenge cards, there's the weekly and dailies. I saw the other day that uh, the play vendors Twitter account said that hey, we're gonna make the reset be global at the same time Thursday yeah. every week now because I guess it was staggered before or something. So. Mm-hmm knowing moving forward that every thursday at x time there will be a reset is very like it it clears some confusion that i had on my end and i'm sure a lot of people did so i appreciate that yeah right now like even within time zones or even like excluding that it is a staggered release of those things so the dailies reset at midnight or like 12 a.m on that day so like Mm -hmm. last night i was playing and it got to midnight, and I could do the dailies for today, now, Friday, Mm -hmm. the day we're recording. And the assignments themselves from the faction vendors, they reset at, I don't know why, 1 p.m. Eastern time every day. Yeah, that's so strange, especially on a weekend where, like, I wake up early on Saturday and just want to play the game. Like, it's it's just strange to me. I don't don't know why it's so late in the day. Yeah, I, I, from what you said and from what they've said it sounds like they are trying to make everything line up a little bit better i kind of am with you i wish that especially for the assignments like if i'm waking up every day like i'm still in quarantine so i'm like i guess i'll hop onto avengers for like an hour or two Mm -hmm. like i would like to just have that time to 
you know, do the dailies and then hop out. But like, it's, it's for me and for our time zone, it's weird to have that at 1 PM, like in the middle of the day, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I know this is completely not related to Avengers, but, um, animal crossing, they have a daily reset every single day. And for it's like local time, 6 AM every day is when the clock changes to the next day. Yeah. So, I don't know if they could implement a system like that or make it so odds are when you wake up, you can do the new thing. That'd be swell. You that know? would be cool. But uh, yeah, anything, any other stuff you want to add? <laughs> I, see, I see you have a glitch here. Yeah, something, something really small I thought was absolutely hilarious. Um, for a lot of people, this could be, you know, a deal breaker in, in some ways or another, but I thought it was ridiculously hilarious so in the final cutscene, which i won't spoil um the avengers are basically just standing around and talking <laughs> and in the background i was playing as iron man there was a duplicate iron man so it was like my tony stark in the same armor that he had um mm-hmm. it just made no sense and it was obviously a glitch and i did see mm-hmm. that kind of funny greg miller had a similar glitch with captain america mm-hmm and it was absolutely hilarious. I think I snapped you because I was like, yeah, you in did. Hysterics. I saw it. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was really funny. Uh, well, uh, that's where we stand on the game currently in terms of our progress. So why don't we t- go to a new segment that we're going to close the show out with in most weeks, I think, that pending title, subject to change, stark reality. Let's get real. The hard truths. <laughs> um,. I touched on this a little bit already, but considering we are at the number one Marvel's Avengers podcast, uh, if Crystal's listening, Jack Martin, what do you want to see the most added to this game in the coming weeks or months? I think Umbrella, uh, like as an Umbrella topic, I would just like to see improved um, ease of use, I guess, overall, because I think there's a lot of cumbersome aspects to this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. like specifically in the helicarrier how there's like multiple different vendors and one of them is way further away than the others and you know just stuff like that is like an example of i wish i wish everything in this game is a little more streamlined um i guess specifically the one thing that i would like to see and i think this would go a long way with not with like easing people's confusion about what to do in this game is to create different mission lists so for example instead of opening up the war table and like there's the different regions you can Mm -hmm. still have that but also there should be maybe like a tab that is a specific list of like here's all the drop zones you could do or here's like the few hives you can do or what are the threat sectors you want to do right because if you go into the region map it can be a little confusing and to have all those like especially if you're in like the Pacific Northwest to have like 10 different icons, it can be a little cumbersome and it could be a little daunting. Yeah. So I do hope they do that. I think that would go a long way in, in, in helping people find the missions they actually want to play. Yeah. I, I think to your point of making things a little more streamlined, I'd also throw in there, like give me like a, a FaceTime place on the helicarrier where i can facetime the anthill and pick up the faction bounties for that clan like without having to go to that separate area totally i never use i never go to the anthill jack i don't I either never go there i like, do not either when i know i have inhuman faction credit to to claim i'll do that but i do that maybe like 
once every three days, you know, and then I begrudgingly go there and like, okay, I'll pick up bounties here now. But I feel like I'm lapping the Inhuman Alliance with my shield uh, level right now, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, um, um, yeah, I I agree. I, I think that would definitely make it easier, especially considering like it's 30 seconds to a minute of load time, maybe mm-hmm. even longer, depending on how your game's running, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it, that is pretty annoying. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, and in terms of what you said about the mission lists, which again, I think is a really good idea. Uh, I would also say that I, I, I don't know how they would go about this in terms of like queuing up, but I would really, really love like playlists, you know? Mm-hmm. So like just loading up into maybe like a drop zone playlist where if you just want to grind out some stuff, don't make me go to the war table and select all these different things. Maybe like whatever the the daily or weekly drop zones are, let me just queue up to a playlist where I can just play them back to back to back instead of having to go out to the war table between each one and like select it, load into it again. Like I, I feel like that would be very nice again in terms of streamlining. Um, eventually, uh, I think that would just help for the future as well in terms of when more content and more missions get added like having a a playlist six months from now for vaults i think would just be easy in terms of finding the content and having easier access to a grinding area you know or just like loading into some content if you only have x amount of time you know Mm -hmm. yeah that sounds like a really great addition and it reminds me of just regular sort of multiplayer games like for example, like, I don't know, Battlefront 2. And it's like, oh, I want to play um, co-op with the uh, Imperial em- or with the Empire. And it's like, okay, you just load that up and it will just throw you in a playlist of uh, that co-op section with the Empire maps. And, like, it's so easy to do. And I think that'd be a really great way to just... The way I've been playing, it's very mindless. If I could just mm-hmm. jump in and be like, throw me whatever maps you want. I don't care. I just want to like level up and progress my gear. I think that's a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll also add, I mentioned this earlier. Uh, I don't know why this isn't in here. If there's a valid reason for it not being here, then, hey, maybe this can't be done. But I, I genuinely don't know why for a game that's like so focused on multiplayer you can't have like a drop-in co-op thing like if i'm running a villain layer and i'm abominations kicking my teeth in why can't i call for your iron man iron man to replace the iron man on my team that's doing nothing except dying every two minutes Ooh, that that reminds me of um i think it was forza horizon or one of the forza games had like the the ghosts i guess like it would be like ai based on how your character played so mm-hmm. that would be really cool if you could just be like i know like for example i could be like i know christian has a really good thor like i want him to come into my game and, and help me out that would be really mm-hmm. interesting because like it seems that's feasible since the ai in your when you're playing solo is based on your team i guess if you could have like you could i don't know assign like five slots to be like these are these are the ai i want from someone else's team oh i think oh. that could be cool like if okay. i it was like i want christian's thor i want um our friend kevin's captain america 
X, Y, and Z, and you could like assign those. I think that could be pretty interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that's not that's not even what I was thinking of, but yeah, no. that that could be cool. Like what I was saying was more of like, can I text you and mm. then you just join my match and then help me I beat see. Abomination? You know that that I think is much more feasible. <laughs> yeah. Um, like your idea sounds super cool, but yeah. I, I I feel like when matchmaking already exists, I just don't like the beta was like this too. I don't know why if in the beta specifically, like I was playing with my friend and he got booted and then he couldn't rejoin the mission because of a server issue. Like that's why he had to leave the game and then he couldn't jump back in. I had to restart the mission. So like I, I feel like not having a drop in element hurts the multiplayer experience more than whatever their reasoning for not including that may be as far as I know right now. Yeah, especially considering this game is positioned as a co-op multiplayer experience. Like, right. you would imagine that those kinks would have been ironed out before launch. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think that's that's really important, specifically for this type of a game. And I have noticed, like, there are a lot of... You can't go into a mission save and back out. I guess that makes sense. But it is a lot of, like, hard progression points. So mm-hmm. I wish they, they would sort of loosen that up a little bit. Yeah, because I'm, I'm curious, like, what the reasoning is for not including that. Like, is there an exploit that you could do? Like, I don't know. Because I, I feel like the missions already scale, right? Like, your higher level, your higher power level Iron Man was in a mission with me, like, a week ago. And mm-hmm. the game wasn't impossibly hard for me because your Iron Man was way higher. Like, so it scales on that level. Is it just hard to scale it mid-mission, maybe? I don't know, but... yeah. And it's not even based on, like, gear drops. Like, if you were, like, a level 10, or if your power level was, like, a level 10 for, like, your least used character and you jumped into, like, my mission at, like, 150, you wouldn't get, like, 130 gear. You would get gear based off of your power level because I think that's how it drops. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I don't, I don't know the, the rationale behind not including that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I guess we can pose this question to the agents of Excelsior as well. Uh, last week we talked a little bit about just the upcoming patch, general issues with the game, and in the YouTube comments, like you can do if you want to have some conversation about what's going on. Uh, Michael Meehan said that he's a Iron Man main power level one fifty. Uh, has not done the elite heroic hive yet. I think you and I ran that. Um, the elite heroic hive has fourteen levels we did not do that then um so i did do that by myself you did um essentially it's just a super long hive but yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so um michael also mentioned a couple things about like visual glitches uh the the patterns not working out which uh uh, we believe have been ironed out at this point but Mm -hmm. uh agents of excelsior if you have anything to say about improvements you want to see in the coming weeks from crystal or months or even year one maybe because uh jack's ghost idea sounds great that sounds like maybe a year two thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> i agree um shout out uh, to you michael i haven't heard a lot of people playing iron man um mm-hmm. maybe that's just anecdotal but yeah i feel like that's somewhat rare so shout out to you for joining team iron man with me yeah uh i saw this morning i was gonna send you this uh gene park a journalist for the washington post i believe mm-hmm. games side um loving the game big fan of avengers uh i think it was gene it was either gene park or paul tassie wrote an article uh talking about how iron man is the weakest avenger in the game 
so I didn't get a chance to read it yet, but I was going to check it out and send it your way. Interesting. I'd have to read that uh, to find mm-hmm. out the rationale, but dude, I've been... I have a ton of power as a ranged Iron Man. Like, I am one-hitting certain characters and dealing a lot of damage with my missiles, and mm-hmm. my lasers essentially operate as uh, pim particle technology, so, like, I'll shrink people with my lasers and then use my missiles to, to hit them, so... I, I love Iron Man personally, mm-hmm. and you gotta love the flyers in that game. Oh, for sure, Thor, excellent. Um, so yeah, let us know what improvements you want to see in the comments in the YouTube video. Uh, if you're listening on audio versions and you want to get in your your thoughts, you can either tweet at us at ExcelsiorJC or go straight to the YouTube comments. But Jack, before we sign out for this week, uh, two questions. One. When do you think the next war table is? Uh, because we've been presumably going to end up having one a month. You know, we had our one for September. We had one in August, one in July. And how far away do you think Kate Bishop is? So I think those two questions have the same answer. Um, I think, well, I guess they don't. <laughs> so I think <laughs> the war table is either during the release of Kate Bishop immediately before or immediately after i think it's like around that time um just because like hey we hope we know you've been enjoying they're definitely gonna (laughs) the the war tables have been very navel gazy being like we know you love marvel's avengers obviously because it's their game and they're gonna they're gonna talk about it that way but they're gonna be like we know you're loving kate bishop um here's some additions that you can expect in the next in the coming month and here's the new character because i assume that they're that they're gonna reveal that then so mm-hmm. um i think kate bishop is probably an october thing mm-hmm. and I, I think that's confirmed i just don't know when okay yeah. yeah so that's an october thing and and i would expect the war table is is on the heels of or right with kate bishop mm-hmm. yeah what do you think i think you're right i think you're right i i would i would bet at least the war table is i'd, I'd lean before kate bishop dropping i would say the war table is probably first half of october and then i could see kate any week after that mm-hmm. um because i i think showcasing where we've come since launch um maybe have the war table follow up patch 1.3 just to like update what's improved with the game and then tease what's coming you know i think that might be the way to frame it but We'll have to wait and see. I'm sure whenever that happens, if we're around, we'll be reacting to it. If not, we're going to be recapping it on Excelsior the Saturday following the announcement. But until then, Jack, where can the agents of Excelsior find you? Sure. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at FascinatedJack. Christian and I have a Pokemon podcast called My First Mon. We're playing through Pokemon Crystal. So if you enjoy those things, you can go find that on youtube.com slash joyclicks or on your favorite podcast service christian what about you uh you can follow me on twitter instagram and twitch at chris and buckley uh this show alongside my first mon and all of our other podcasts are available on youtube.com slash joyclicks alongside group streams probably going to be streaming some more avengers at some point soon with you and myself get kevin leveled up with his cap um Got a lot of other content going up there every week, so if you're interested in that, be sure to check that out. Subscribe if you're new, because we're close to 2,000 subs. But this podcast is available on audio services like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, whatever your favorite podcast service is. And if you can rate or review us on that 
program. It would be greatly appreciated. Like I've said, we are the number one Avengers podcast still. Several weeks going at this point. We would like to maintain that. The random chips. Absolutely. Just tapping on a good old five-star review. We'll make sure that continues. But uh, if you want to get involved further, patreon.com slash joyclicks. You can get producer credit for every podcast we do at the $5 tier, like Chris Sakas does, supporting us for my first mon. And uh, yeah, very grateful to everybody listening. Glad people are enjoying the show. Glad people are enjoying Avengers. But Jack, I think that's going to do it. So why don't you sign us off this week? Seriously, you're the best. Seriously, you're the best. No, seriously... You're the best. Seriously, you're the best. Excelsior. Excelsior. (laughs) 